Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of The Realist Optimist World. My name is Akila, and I'm sitting right here with my co-host, Umaira. And I just realized that I don't actually have a script for the intro, but I say the same damn thing every single day. It's a habit. I know. Habits. This is The Realist Optimist World Podcast. Okay guys, so today we are actually going to talk about transitioning from working for myself and to having a team. I think the essence of what we're going to be talking about today is the fact that, you know, working for yourself is one thing, right? And then suddenly when you have a team, it's like... Working with people. Working with people. Working with people is another thing, but like working with people and also being responsible for 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 their for their salary and stuff like that right and then i think the hardest bit is also to delegate and and trust that they are going to be putting in the same amount of work you did when you were working for yourself so i think it'll be a very interesting topic because i do have a few people who always ask me like um what made you sort of moved from being a sole proprietor to having a team to, you know, changing to a private limited, like a company and so on. It's a lot more complex. There's a lot more um, regulations, you know, especially when you're a private limited company, um, there are shares involved and so on. And also, of course, there are, you know, people, right? It's not just you. Yeah. So um, that is essentially the topic of the day and i think it's going to be interesting so what made you decide to incorporate the company instead of sticking to being a sober writer a few reasons actually i'll be completely honest i think i got sucked in into that whole uh, thing where people say that if you're a private limited you're a lot more trusted mm. I don't know whether it's true. I still don't know. But I did get bought into that whole but notion. They, we know when, when you, you have suppliers, right? And then it's when you do their payment, you know like, oh, they're not private limited or anything like that, right? Do you feel like, as in for yourself, do you feel like, mm, this is not private limited, like I don't know whether it's dodgy business or not? A little bit, actually. You're right. Yeah, I think, I guess if you look at it that way, if you work back and be like oh you know if you're dealing with a private limited you you would know that they will probably have a lot more uh trust right and and hopefully you know people and stuff like that so maybe maybe but i mean that is one but i guess the the bulk of it is the fact that i do want to also grow the company i think if you take it back to our episodes last month it's really about you know working towards the vision of helping people realize their greatest potential, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel having that vision and that purpose in mind, I thought that the only way to do that and the only way that I can impact a lot more people is to not just have myself working and, and actually have a team, like build a team to actually realize this vision or work towards that same vision. And with the whole regulation of, you know, if you have a company, you know, you it'll be, it'll be easier to kind of hire. There's a lot more protection, not just for us as the company, but also for the, for people. the people that works for us, right? And our suppliers and everyone that collaborates with us and so on. So 
I thought that is the right thing to do at that time. So I did start off as a sole proprietor. So basically, I just uh, converted into a private limited mm. while still keeping all uh, the the processes as a sole proprietor. So that transition bit is not easy. But I mean, it works out. I mean, right, right now, like, you know, three years, wait, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. This will be our fourth year. So we're coming three and a half years since incorporation. I mean, it gets easier. So... Uh, basically, we just need to stick it through. Mm. Yeah. So then, like, what was the hardest then during the transition? I think the hardest would probably be the fact that um, I've always been a mess, right? Like, mm. I've always been a messy person. And even back when I was a soap prop, right, I never had my books pretty, like, you know, it's not pretty at all. Like, I didn't... I didn't have good habits of, you know, recording the in and outs and, and, and keeping like receipts and invoices and stuff like that. So I think that would probably be the hardest in a sense where all these records is a lot more essential when you have a private limited mm. compared to when you are a sole proprietor, when it's easier to, you know, just like close one eye and be like, it's your money anyway, you yeah. know? So that is one of the harder transitions and it took a while, right, for me to sort of like clear out that mess. Because you're so used to like whatever yeah. comes in is yours. Oh my God, it's actually a habit. It's such a bad habit that even till this day, I have to have a certain level of consciousness to sort of keep my receipts every time I use the company card, for example. Yeah. It's like it's, it's literally I have to like, ban her from using the company's oh card. Oh my guys. god! It's it's so bad. And sometimes nowadays, like you know, you go out and and if you have your company card, um, attached to like Apple Pay or something, right? So you can just pay using your phone. I do sometimes forget about that, right? So and yeah, I mean, like today I have Myra to sort of like always remind me and call me as well <laughs> if I forget. But back then I didn't, right? So I think when our accountants have to do the books for the very first year right first financial year whatever you call it right that was a mess i really wow sorry yeah like you know sorry my accountant you know if i just made your life miserable during you know year end time but it was it was bad like it was a mess like we didn't actually have our statements and and stuff and i actually didn't think that it was important actually i (laughs) obviously didn't do much research or homework like so clear that i just like oh you know what i want to grow the company i'm just gonna blah, blah, blah. i'm just gonna like you know you don't think that all this yeah i didn't mm. and being a sole prop of course you sort of have and again like visionary and a soul a visionary soul trader right you don't actually think about all these things because all i wanted was to build the vision and i had that purpose i had a drive and i just wanted to just go for it so i think that transition was a mess and I think it also goes back into like, you know, the whole money issue, you know, and, and, and what we spoke about in one of our episodes about, you know, business partners and stuff like that, you know. So that mess just contributed to to everything. And then it blew up mm. in 2019, two years after incorporation. But I guess I learned it the hard way. Lah. Like, you know, me and money is a bit... Like, you remember how Iffy. I... Yeah, I remember how we went to that... that uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, who reads the palm not palm it's not palm reader the astrologer astrologer yeah 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 he's not a palm reader I didn't actually go to a palm reader he's an astrologer so he he looks at your birth chart and I think one thing he said to me is that Akila you have a lot of money but you cannot manage oh my god 
He is so true. And actually, it went in what? In 2016? 17? Yeah. Maybe like 2016. Yeah. No, 2017. Oh, yeah, yeah. 2017. Yeah. Like early 2017, right? And it didn't actually occur to me that that could possibly be true. Mm. <laughs> it's insane. And, yeah. and, and then I always tell you, you know, like, let me... Because for me, he said that, huh, I see wealth in yours. But I don't <laughs> think it's yours. <laughs> What the hell does that even mean? Yeah, no, I try not to like kind of like buy whatever he said. But now that I'm reflecting back, it's like, wow, actually that is kind of true. You know, I am very bad with money. I'm learning. I know that, you know, if you're bad with something, you should change. I am. I'm not very ignorant about it. But I guess that's where I am. And that was where I was when we transitioned from a sole trader to a private limited. Yeah. So so I guess my takeaway with this, I mean, if you do want to, you know, if you're a sole trader, you're a sole prop and you sort of want to build a team or, or, or transition into being a, a private limited company, then please, I beg you, have your processes, right? It is more than just, yeah, I mean, like, I definitely appreciate that if you have a vision you should just work towards it and do whatever it takes to see that vision come to life. But the whole process is having your book sorted out. You should do it from the very beginning. I think people do advise me, but I was just very stubborn. Mm. Yeah. So I, I didn't actually have everything right at that point. So then when we had to transition, it was just very messy. I think... It's a good thing to sort of move from being a sole trader to, to a private limited. It's part of growth, right? It's not a necessary thing. I mean, if I didn't want to build a team, like a company, I probably would just stay as a sole trader. It will, it's much easier that way. And, and you can be happy making 100 grand every year as a sole trader. You don't actually need to build a team. You don't need to move into being a private limited. But if you do... And I highly encourage it because then, you know, you can definitely build your, your dreams a lot better because then you have a team. So Yeah, you mentioned a lot of team. So how is it for you from being a solo person doing everything to now having like a team? Oh my gosh, you know, you know, it's this thing where when you, you, you sort of have this, this like mindset about yourself, like you, you might think you are good in something, right? Like you're good at, you're a team player, for example, right? You're a team player, you, you, can, you can actually uh, work in a team and so on, right? But then it doesn't actually turn out that way. Mm. So, so I think that was what happened to me. Basically, I feel like I was, I am able to actually have a team or maybe, you know, when I had my first hire, I thought that it would be, it would be good for someone to actually help and stuff. But I think I got it all wrong because that actually didn't happen. I feel like I wasn't great in transitioning from being a sole trader to building my team, right? From the very beginning, from the first time where I, I did my first hire until up till, I guess, recently, I guess, I guess, I don't know, I'm a lot better now. But in the beginning, believing in your people, like the people that you hire to do everything right is probably the hardest thing for me as well. Uh, not like transition-wise, but it's more of like the whole, once you have a team, now what? Like delegating is still a very difficult thing for me to do. I find that it's hard for me to actually ask for help in a sense where 
you know, say for example, I have to, uh, so I used to do all my video editing, right? Like even for the podcast, right? Like, you know, I used to edit my podcasts um, and stuff like that alone, right? Edit my weekly videos and stuff alone. But, and, and, and I can do it really quickly, right? So I can do it like pretty fast. And, and when I actually have someone who, who can actually do it, right? Uh, who wants to do it, whose job is to actually do it. Oh my gosh, asking him like for help is very difficult. Like telling him that, okay, this is what you need to do is actually very difficult because I feel, firstly, I think I feel bad asking like, you know, can you edit this video, blah, 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 blah. But I think at the same time, it was difficult to sort of uh, believe and trust that that person can do a good job or like do the things that I tell them to do. Like how you want it. Like how I want it, yeah. So that is the second kind of, you know, problem when it comes to having a team and moving from being a sole proprietor to having a team because it's 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 tough, right? I mean, to delegate. I'm not sure. I mean, do you have a hard time delegating? I don't have problem delegating, but I always get very impatient. Mm. I get very annoyed. Mm. Like, I delegate once and then I see the job not happening and then I will ask and then it doesn't happen again. I will just do it myself because yeah. I always feel like, why waste my time asking when I can do a better job? Yeah, it's it's difficult lah. But if we don't trust our people, might as well don't hire them lah. And then yeah. you know, we just do everything. And then you know you can't. You don't have the capacity to do everything. You That's know? true. Yeah. So you just gotta let them learn, even though it might be slow. Yeah. But I think I think for me, I'm I'm learning how to garner patience. Mm. I'm trying to be a bit more patient. I'm the kind that you don't make me repeat twice. Mm. I get very irritated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like you, you know, every time I teach you, yeah, and then, that's true. Like the next week, you ask me again. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But it it's a character flaw of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that if I can understand, I think because maybe because I don't see myself as someone good, you mm. know what I mean? Like yeah. someone good in doing something. Yeah. So I always think like if I can do it, I'm very sure other people can do it because. I'm like the bare minimum. Yeah. And people are smarter than me, you know, like most people have are more qualified than me, you know. Yeah. But if I can do it in five minutes, why do you need two days? Yeah. And and that's the thing, right? Because the thing is that I, I guess as a leader, you know, we sort of need to have patience yeah. in, guiding. in guiding and teaching and delegating to our people. And that patience is something that I had to learn, like unlearn and then relearn and, and understand that everyone is different. Yeah. Like we have what, like eight people now in the team and yeah. everyone is different. Like it's so different to to talk to Your one, coaches. Yeah, to my coaches compared to someone, you know, who does my video editing and yeah. stuff. So it's interesting. It's a very interesting experience because when you're working for yourself, you know yourself, you know your capacity. And you would think that, example, you can actually edit a video in like five minutes, mm. right? You would think that people would actually be able to do that. Yep. So I guess lowering the expectation was one of the other learning curve about moving from being a sole trader to having a team. Yep. And and I I kind of learned now also that nobody, like, you know, in the company, nobody 
is going to be working as hard as you as you because this is not their company. Yeah. I sort of have trusted that that statement, right? Like at the end of the day, the people you hire, I mean if you're a sole trader, the people you hire unless they have like a a share in the company or they actually do have some sort of an invested thing in the company, they will not put in, put in the same as how you do. Yeah. Because why would they? I mean, if you actually reflect that upon yourself, like you yourself, right? Working for a company. So this company is not yours, right? You wouldn't be working as hard. That's like you wouldn't. Like, I mean, if we're talking about like we're a very young company, like if I was one of the coaches, right? I would do my thing and then leave. Mm. You know, do whatever that I need. You know, yeah, of course, right? We do have a shared vision and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. But you wouldn't do anything more. And I think we have spoken about this, that being a leader means that you're just putting out fires all the time, right? Yeah. So that's just always something that we need to actually put out. There will always be an issue that we need to settle. There's always something that we need to rectify all the time. And I yeah. feel like that is our main job scope. Yeah. And the other job scope is sometimes, you know, we must not expect our staff to be doing the same, like how you want them to. Yeah, I know. So that... It's, it's a hard truth to sort of like to swallow because a lot of us bosses feel like, you know, I'm the boss. I shouldn't be working as much. Yeah. But the culture over here is a lot more reversed, right? Like I'm the boss, right? But I'm working for you. Yeah. Like I'm here to help, mm, you. to help you grow your career, you know, learn new things and, you know, live your best like potential, right? Yeah. That is how we actually implement things right here. So, which means that with that in mind, I am completely um, open and conscious that I work harder than everyone else over here. And that's completely okay. Yeah. Because this is my company, right? Yeah. I don't expect my girls and guys to, to do the same. I don't expect them to stay till like 10 p.m., or come in at 6.30 every day. Because they won't. And that's really like, it's it's there are things to delegate, but they won't be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, so... If only you can find 10 of you, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen in a million years, right? Yeah. So that transitioning from a sole trader to having a team is the fact that being a sole trader, you're only working for yourself. But once you have a team, once you actually transition to being a private limited, right? Like a private company, you will need to work for other people. Mm. And it's not even like I need everyone to actually listening in and feeling like, okay, they want to they wanna move into having a team, having a private limited. They need to understand that. I think, that's a, good, I think that's a good perspective. Like instead of, you know, you, you're switching from sole trader, to a private limited. So instead of you working for yourself and then now you want people to work for you, I think it's it's very good that you think that working for yourself and then now you're working for people. Yeah. 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 Because then you won't be as disappointed if yeah. if people don't actually put in the same way or the way you wish that you know they 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 should lah. Mm. Right? So 
I think that's how I can maintain my happiness level, even though, you know, things are crazy in the company sometimes. But being able to have that expectation, knowing that the only person in this company that is only going to work hard um, is me and you. Like, because we obviously have an invested thing in the company, right? Basically, we sign our life away. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right? And none of our staff did that, right? So we should not be expecting that. But we have that responsibility of making sure that they still grow and, and grow their career, are happy in what they do, not overworked. Mm. So how do we actually do that? We work for them. That's how we, that's how I see it. And and a lot of people think that, oh, wow, it's, a, it's cool that you have a company, but I need to put it into perspective that if you do actually want to have a company, you will be that person that, works yeah all the time and not your stuff i think i don't know why but when i like in 2017 when when i made the switch i thought that okay yeah you know like people have this mindset where bosses don't actually work yeah <laughs> i don't know why we work like crazy. oh my god but then like actually, no, I guess because like, i used to have that mindset right like you know you're a boss like you know they're bosses they don't why you work so hard you yeah know, why you, you work so all hard these people to do things for you what yeah i think that's a very that's a very a good topic to actually talk about. Like, you know, why, like you're a boss, why you work so hard? Yeah. Um, but you do, you're a boss. That's why you work so hard. Yeah. I guess people don't see it. La. I mean, in a corporation or so, you know, like you think your boss is not doing anything. He's playing golf in his office. But the decision he makes, maybe, yeah, is like huge, you know? Yeah. Like you don't see it, you know? So yeah. don't assume, guys. Yeah. You know. Oh man, please don't. And it's so true because... As a boss, I'm not only working for myself, right? Like, I mean, of course, right? You're working you know, for the people, you're working, working for, for the company, the, yeah. you're working for the clients. clients. Oh my gosh. You're basically a slave. Yeah, basically. I'm a slave to one habit. Yeah. But I love it, right? Like, I think I made, it makes it so much easier because I love what I do. Like, to the core. It's not like, it's not even, there's nothing even that is like, oh my God, I hate this. Yeah, maybe I do sometimes grumble about waking up early in the morning. Like, you know, I wish that I can sleep in a lot more. But I love it. Like, once I'm up, I'm up. It's literally just go time. And and then that's a that's that's really the thing. That transition from a sole trader to a private limited, essentially, that was that one thing I wish I knew when I made that transition. Because I only found out now when we are, like, you know, three years later. Basically, last year, lah. I only found out, like, what, last year that... And do you have a team? You're going to be working the hardest. You are the hardest worker in the room. Project Rock. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that. And and I think where I am right now, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit better. Uh, actually, I'm a lot better. I think now I'm a lot... I'm learning a lot more. I'm reading books about... Yeah, about I can see that you, you also, like, starting to let go a little bit more. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, you Which know. is... And then I, it's funny, right? Because I let go. And then yeah. I always tell my clients, oh, I have a lot more time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't nowadays I always look at you like, hey, how do you do? <laughs> I actually like it. Actually, it's, it's weird because I started actively delegating maybe last December. Yeah. So I do actually have a bit more time. But then, like I said, right, you still kind of need to be the hardest work in the room. So the time now that I use is a lot more. That's why you see a lot more content, a lot more of this, you know, sharing um, experience and stuff like that, like the podcast, you know, all these things. And delegating does not mean that you just free up your time so you can just noir. Yeah. It's not like that. La. It's a lot of training, uh, I guess. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot more of 
you know, doing other things so that you don't you focus on the things that really, really, really matters on a company level compared to you know just the nitty gritty. Yeah. Does it feel good that initially I'm guessing, you know, it's kind of like it gives you a bit of like um restlessness, like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. but I guess now you you're okay. Yeah. I'm better now. I think a lot more patience, I feel. Mm. And again lowering my expectations, lah. Yeah. Lowering my expectations so that if something great happens, it's actually quite a good feeling. Like, oh wow, I didn't actually expect that. Yeah. Good job. And it didn't come from you. Yeah. And it's it's nice. Yeah. So any anything else that you wanna share for people who might wanna transition? Oh man, I I can't emphasize it any further. Please have your processes right. Do your books from the beginning. If you can't do it like me, go and hire someone to do it. It's not even funny. It's it's really once it starts to build up, you know, it gets very very difficult. <laughs> so remember when I when I cried because I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you know, I made I made Myra cry because yeah. of me because of my you know carelessness and mistakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do that really. And of course, if you do want to have a a team, you want to have a company, you just be prepared to work incredibly hard. And lower expectations a little bit so you don't get upset. Yeah. And have fun in the process. It's actually quite fun to build a team. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Akila. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Realist Optimist World on Instagram. And till the next episode, please give us your feedback as well. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a DM. And if you're listening from the beginning, this is our second month. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. See ya. See ya.